0: Yeah, they had us the first half. I'm not going to lie. Oh, be Wayne. I think I got my swagger back. Oh, oh. Woo-hoo. I love it, baby. Them orange britches. Something
1: about them orange britches. Tennessee win. Bought us by Tennessee. Jawan Jennings. Ball hit high in the air into right field. Going back to Sayre. And Tennessee can say hello win. When-
2: Bottom of the ninth, you can't draw it up any better. We just won a basketball game and we're very
0: happy right now. I made up my mind, I don't expect to ever look back. I'm gonna stay at the University of Tennessee. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Reddit did to do and welcome into more important issues. It is Sunday. February 3rd, Tennessee gets another win over South Carolina and a convincing win. I mean, you can't ask for a ton more from that basketball team than they gave on Saturday. First half, maybe a little turnover prone. I I, I meant to pull the the amount. We'll get into that when we uh, recap the South Carolina game. But two over them on the season, games you should win, teams you should beat. It feels good. Before we get into like, and we've got some more to talk about as well. We've got Jumbotron, SEC basketball, as well as previewing Mississippi State this week. What's your overall, I know you were a little excited after that win over A&M. Things were kind of going right in your mind. You were feeling better. Did this give you more? Did you, were there some things you were disappointed with in the game that maybe made you
0: more hesitant? Um, I think they found something. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's just a couple games in a row, but it seems like that comeback against Texas that fell short sparked this team. And I think somebody said it after the Texas game. I don't know who it was. I'd give them credit, but they're like, I think they said that's the best thing that happened to Tennessee. And I don't don't necessarily disagree. We
2: all did. Can you hear me Fon? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. I think we've lost your sound, unfortunately. I don't know what's happened here. Um, we'll, wait, we'll wait for Landon to, to go in. I'm, I know earlier before the last few games, he's talked about how he feels like there was a shift in the offensive. I think that's what he was diving into. Uh, the offensive side of the, the game with this final, I don't know, three or four minutes of the Texas game, where Tennessee's offense finally seemed to click. Um and it's it's looked a lot better obviously against AM. Um and then that win over South Carolina was convincing. Um you score 81 points against a, a quality defense. I think everyone kind of discussed how, how that defense was very that South Carolina defense was stingy in the first half, especially. Um Tennessee also gave them plenty of turnover opportunities, but still offensively, I mean, not a – um much better output than they've had since before that run at Texas. Have we gotten you back, Landon? So yeah, can you I'm hear me? For you. I can't hear you. Joe, Joe, I don't know if you can hear him. It may be me if you want to send me a message or hop in here and tell me. Um, I'm not sure if, it, if it's me or Landon there. Let's see. Um, yeah, it must. Be, it must be. I'm not sure.
1: Can you hear me now?
0: Well, now he lost his sound altogether, I feel like. I am not sure what's happening. Caleb is in a new place, so maybe that's that has something to do with it. Um, kind of what he was talking about is Mississippi State, and he asked me kind of what I thought about it. Or not Mississippi State, I'm sorry, um, South Carolina, and, and has this – you know there was some sort of shift with this team um and yeah, it seems like the comeback at Texas that fell short was that exact well something clicked and and I think a lot of it is Josiah uh, jordan james um hasn't shot well you know shot well against Florida um he shot well against South Carolina previously, and you know he he just had three really good consistent games um and maybe not three all around, but it, especially that time. Joe, if you want to get in here, you're more than welcome to. I um, can okay, we'll kind of fix that. Um, yeah, that second half of Texas, somebody somebody said it on Twitter. I don't remember who it was, um, but I, I would give them credit if I knew. Some clicked, and they said that was the best thing that to happen to Tennessee was they figured out who they are offensively. And um, – you know, I think they have something with Zekai Ziegler as well, um, really just coming in and being a spark. And he's not – he's used some during the first half, but it just seems that he – whatever it is in the second half, he just takes off. Um, so they're shooting the ball better, and the offense seems to be clicking. They're hitting open shots. It seems like they're more aggressive offensively getting to the rim. And uh, and it's kind of all hands on deck rebounding the basketball like they're not a great rebounding team you know I think they lack in in some size and lack in some aggressive aggressiveness in the post but their guards have just done a phenomenal job of just picking up that slack and decide Jordan James is part of that um you know at one point I think Viscovi was our top rebounder which is pretty sad but it, yeah like I said it's all hands on deck and they seem to have found something offensively and hopefully it's able to just keep rolling because, um, you know, I've said this kind of the whole season, if Tennessee is able to shoot the basketball, the way their defense plays, they're going to be a tough out, not in and not out.
3: Yeah. Um, one, I can't, if my signal's awful, I was telling Landon I'm on literally the most prehistoric computer ever. Um <laughs> now, you can even see that it's got like my black lines like squeezed in. I don't know what it looks like on the other end, but it's absolutely awful. It looks Uh,
0: like you're on like a phone almost.
3: I'm literally on my – I mean, it's a MacBook, but it's like this thing's been to hell and back. All the half the keys are missing, so don't ask me to type (laughs) anything. (laughs) My other laptop's just totally messed up. Anyway, um, yeah, I feel like it's a problem that like we talked about like throughout the season was that even if some teams might come in and not have as much skill as us, we just don't seem to click in all aspects that would make a team really be able to accelerate. Um, And I feel like we're getting to a point where it actually looks like they're able to do that, like at least go out there and feel like it's a little bit more of a team aspect. And it seems like people know their roles and where they need to be and how to be most efficient to score the most points and to be the best on defense and just to make everything work. And so hopefully cross your fingers that that seems to be on an uptick and can steadily stay that way and not plummet back down. But I've liked what I've seen the past couple of games after. Obviously, like you said, that Texas might have might have snapped something.
0: Yeah, because Texas—I mean, we've said it throughout the whole season—Santi's our best player. Yeah. Um, but if you just watch these last three games, you wouldn't think that. And maybe that's something that you know—I I don't know if the coaches challenged Tennessee or what, but um, you know, he's getting some help, and you don't—he doesn't have to go out and score eighteen or twenty a game for you to have a chance to win. Exactly. Um, you're getting it from Josiah Jordan, James Olivier is playing better um i know he went out with an ankle injury but um you know he's been playing better Fulkerson played well in his spot um when he you know didn't return to the game yesterday and then again zakai ziegler man there's something about that number five jersey at tennessee that just i don't know it it holds a special place in our heart with chris Lofton, admiral schofield and now you're adding this kid who, you know, is not going to be a one-and-done, is probably going to be here for four years, and everybody else in the SEC is absolutely going to hate it because I, I'm sure he talks. I know you saw him tickle the nose of Tyree Appleby at Florida. Um, you know, he's five 5'9". He, he's fast as all get-out, so you're not blowing by him. And, uh, you know, he's just going to be – he's tough. And his mental makeup is insane. We saw the article from um, – Mike Wilson about him, you know, riding the the subway on the way home from school and stuff like that. I mean, it just – usually you see that freshman just kind of a little timid, a little scared to make a mistake. Maybe the game's too fast for him. But he's just coming in full head of steam. And, and, you know, it doesn't seem to bother him at all. And he's able to – I think the past four games he's scored in double figures. And, you know, they they just figured something out with him and this – Lineup that uh, you know, he's able to come off the bench and not miss a beat, and sometimes maybe give Tennessee a boost, accelerate it. Yeah, I well, so I didn't even get to watch the well, at least the first
3: bit of the game. I was out doing, I was out in my community, I was fixing some playground, I took one for the team, and even though I nice, been, good for you, man, but um, I saw Zakai, like I was checking in on it, and I saw Zakai. You know, only had so many points, I think, in the first half. I don't remember what point it was in the game when I checked in, but he, I think he only had like four points at that point. I'm pretty sure. And I just, I remember saying something like, oh, like Sakai, like, just maybe like the rest of the team's picking it up because I was getting a little worried about it. And then I checked back in like later once we left. I was like, okay, there we go. What, four for yeah. five from three and finished with 18 points? I was like, there, we go. That, that feels a little bit better. I feel like he went on a hot streak.
0: Yeah, matched his career high in points that he had against North Carolina. And, um, and at one point, he scored, I think, 10 straight points for Tennessee. He had two big threes and I, I think a couple of twos after that. To And that was – that second half, I mean, like Caleb was saying, the first half, you know, there was – and I think South Carolina was maybe hitting some shots. They don't necessarily make a ton. And they just couldn't keep up in the second half. It, it was – you know, we, we kept running it and, and they could only – um they could only make those shots for one half. It wasn't extending into the second half. So it was, it was nice, man. I had fun watching it. Um, yeah. Getting the sweep, I, I'll i get it, go ahead and get the broom out. Um, Cause that's what we do is, is I thought I wouldn't ha- get this out until a uh, baseball season, but uh, I'm glad to get it out during basketball season. And uh, man, I'm, ha- we're having fun. Five straight SEC wins. You got a chance to beat a Mississippi State team at home where, you know, you're 12-0 and 0 on the season, so you're you're feeling good about your chances. And, I mean, watch out. Yeah. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know what to think. I don't want to, like, put too much faith in this team because they've showed us that they can absolutely disappoint us, but it seems like we found something.
3: You have a little more glimmer hope for the Kentucky game, especially it being in Thompson. You're gonna have a little bit more uh energy going into that one.
0: Yeah, and you know, I'm not saying that we should go out there and beat them, but like I mean, we've had their number the past couple of years. Like we shouldn't be scared. You know, this Kentucky team's good. Um, and I, I think they want they are one of the best teams in the country. But the way we're playing right now, people should be scared of us too. Yeah. I totally agree with that. I think she, honestly he want any part of Zika-Zinger. You know, I'll tell them that right now.
3: Kentucky's probably gonna be a little laid back and be in the situation.
0: <clears throat> I mean the SEC's crazy. Yeah. I mean, you got Auburn who almost lost to freaking Georgia. Georgia almost had two wins against Alabama and Auburn. And they're yeah. uh, you know, not a great basketball team. And then you got Kentucky who's, who's played well. And, you know, I know this. Season hasn't been exactly what we hoped it would be, but it's we're sitting right here tied for third in the SEC.
3: Yeah, yeah, I'm not no complaints. I know I definitely have my fair share of, you know, maybe things to say or moments during been
0: critical for sure.
3: Yeah, I mean, we've been there. We've been at those points, but overall, I mean, you're sitting in a good spot, and I think you're right. I think if if we've already gone through the ones that are gonna gonna frustrate me the most, and we're on the uptick,
0: okay, I can deal with it. Caleb, he's back. I don't know what things can speak. We'll see. I don't. I don't think we got him back. I think it's still cutting. In. I can see. I don't like him <laughs> This
3: is insane. Um, um, I could be a middleman the whole time and I'll just say it back and forth.
0: <laughs> we got a translator here, sort of. I don't know what you'd call it. <laughs> okay, I can hear him now. It's just del- like his video's delayed from his talking.
3: Let me see if I get out of here if that cleans things
0: up at all. You back? i just blaming on Joe. I, I don't know. We'll see. Okay. I mean, it's it's better. I, I can hear you. Um, It's just not. Um, in in rhythm with your video, but hey, we're here. Uh, Technology, gotta love it.
2: Yeah, just just uh, gotta go with what you take, what you can get. So we'll roll with it there. Um, I know y'all, y'all were kind of talking about the back half though. It's gonna take a lot better play than even even than like even what we've seen that they played better. It's still gonna take better play, in my opinion. It isn't Thompson. That's good news.
0: Yeah, against Mississippi State is that what you're talking about, or or Kentucky? Well, I Sorry. was
2: saying you all were kind of talking about those teams that you've already played, and the few you have left in the yeah. back half. So, and I think y'all said you know Kentucky's beatable for Tennessee, and I, I certainly believe that. I just think it's still going to take better basketball than what we've
0: seen. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, <clears throat> a lot of these wins, Tennessee. I mean, Texas A&M, South Carolina, Florida. I mean, even LSU hasn't looked good as of late. Um, Vanderbilt, I mean, those aren't the games that, that you can just bank on Tennessee being a, a really good team in the tournament, but you do have to win those games. Um, and Tennessee's mm-hmm. been doing that lately. Um, and like I was telling Joe, it just seems like Tennessee's found something offensively that hopefully they're able to to keep that train rolling because – I mean, saw like Jordan-James, Olivier, they're able to keep playing like that. I know Olivier is probably dealing with an ankle injury. I think, we'll Rick Barnes kind of said it, it was just his ankle. He should be fine, but didn't really have a, a update. Um, probably will have one tomorrow during his press conference with the media. So, um, But, yeah, those guys, you know, really stepping up. I thought Kenny Chandler played well. Only had 11 points, but 10 rebounds and, and minimized the turnovers and only had one. Um, I think you, it, it just seems like the game, I don't, I don't know. I it's just not as fast as you, it, it's not, it seems to slow down for Kenny Chandler a little bit in, in these last couple of games and Zakai Ziegler. I mean, he's just, he's a dog. He, he's the Juwan Jennings. I mean, I, I'm the thousands person, person that said that, but, uh, that's, he is. You love He's, he's putting a lot. I think, uh, I think, and I think, too,
1: James' play his yeah, confidence is actually his play. I think maybe not been quite as confident. has been confident. I think both of you know, them out now. I was I should be taking. Uh, he's been in confidence. He's still in confidence. He's not in the shot. He's always in And he's a bit more aggressive. But also, he's... Opportunities he should take, where he maybe... Look for and he's looking for passes when he needs to, to look for passes. I think it's just starting to bounce out for him. So maybe the are slowing down. Uh, I'm sure that's... But yeah, a lot better about we we're not get the frontcourt, so stuff out of out of.
0: Yeah, and um, I, I was something else that hasn't really been magnifying a little bit is thirteen to fourteen from the free throw line. I mean that that's that's winning basketball. That that's getting points you should get. That's being aggressive and getting to the line, um, and that's you know up until recently Tennessee hasn't really done that. Hasn't shot well from um, the free throw line, and we've even said um, I think Caleb's gonna hop out and and see if he can get that fixed real quick. Um, yeah, that's something that Tennessee needed to fix. And we, we've we even said that, hey, if they don't get that fixed, it's going to lose to or, – or you're going to lose some games because of it. Um, and I think Texas maybe. I forget what we shot at, at Texas. I'm sure it wasn't good because nothing seemed to go in until the final. um little bit at Texas. But, man, I'm excited. I know Caleb said you're going to have to play better basketball, and I agree um, but I think Tennessee's playing good basketball right now, and they're they're winning. They're getting guys that, you know, usually aren't going to see the floor in a close game, getting those guys some run, like um, Adu and um, Jemai Meshack and Quentin Dabungi. Um, guys are probably going to be in this program for a while, so it's good to see those guys get in the game. Um, Brock Jancic had some points. Love that. Love to see him. Um, mm-hmm. he, he, it seems like. He's been at Tennessee for as long as Fulgerson has. Um, See him get some points is really cool. So, and I'm excited. I really am.
3: Yeah, I'm hoping. I mean, obviously, we should finish out above 500. If we don't, then we will not be excited. But, um, you know, I'm good. I'm I'm opti- I'm optimally. What's the word? Optimistically, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, what am I thinking of?
0: You're you're very optimistic
3: I'm like ca- uh, cautiously optimistic that's what it is
0: okay okay
3: I'm, I'm very excited but I'm not gonna do what I always do where I'm like this team's back on because I mean I feel like a month ago I was saying this team I'm not gonna be excited for in March because we'll probably end up with a round of 32 exit uh but now yeah, you I'm got gonna... you got
0: two feet in but you got an arm out like yeah exactly you I'm you ready to get back out, out. yeah you, know? you don't have that you're you're holding on yeah they're pulling sure. you back in but you're holding on I get it yeah. Um let's talk about Mississippi State a little bit. Got some size with um, with Tolu Smith, I think is how you say it. I think he's only played in nine games, but you know he's been super effective in the games that he's been in. And then Garrison Brooks, who is the transfer from North Carolina, they both averaged 6.6 rebounds per game. So I think it, it is going to be a challenge for Tennessee in the paint. Again, this game is in Thompson Bowling, so got to lock our chances that we're 12-0 there. Um, Iverson Molinar, one of the best um, guards in the SEC, one of the best scorers in the SEC. And they kind of go as he goes. And I think that was Tennessee a couple weeks ago with Muscovy. You yeah. know, if he's scoring 20, 25 points, hey, we got a chance to win. If he's scoring 10, we're getting blown out. Um, and, and that's kind of what we've seen from Mississippi State. If, if he has a really good game, they usually come out on top, or at least have a chance to win. They went to overtime with Kentucky a couple weeks ago, and then um, if he has a bad game, they're not good. <laughs> I mean, um, it, it kind of is what it is. They're, you take him out of the game. You put he's six three, so he's going to be a little bit bigger than some of our guards. But you know, our guards aren't scared of anybody. You know, maybe you put your side Jordan James on him, or, or maybe you do some switching. Put see if Zakai can. Um, getting his head a little bit, deciding Jordan James use that length and size against him. Kenny Chandler um, is also a really good defender. So, uh, yeah, just throw some different combinations at him and see what you got. And uh, hopefully you're able to kind of cause him some problems a little bit and, you know, crash the boards. Again, I was saying it earlier, it takes everybody. Um, And and it has taken everybody this season, so you definitely got to get in the boards with some of those bigs, I think. Talou Smith is 6'11", and Garrison Brooks is six nine. So, got some length, um, some big bodies down there that definitely going to need everybody to, to chip in and, and get those rebounds.
3: Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's going to be the same thing as always. You can't have one player that they're going to let. I feel like we typically love to let that one player have that game, mm-hmm. and then we're like, oh, but everyone else to, you know doesn't, whatever. But Moana, you're going to have to really make sure that either capitalize on foul trouble or definitely be able to do some – do some good film and make sure that they can understand how they're going to be able to shut them down. Because you're right, that's a dangerous situation where that could get ugly real quick if we uh, we let that slip.
0: Yeah, and they're coming off a, a loss to Arkansas. They lost by eight. I think they got outscored in like the last couple minutes, ten to three. Um, so that was a really close game going into the final minutes of um, of it. So. Yeah, I think I think this is a good basketball team. in Mississippi State. Uh, they got you know a big transfer with Garrison Brooks, and they got a scorer in Molinar that can make things difficult. So um, hopefully that place is rocking. Uh, I think that's on Wednesday night. It's at nine o'clock tip off. That's so stupid, but uh, yeah, we'll we'll see what happens. Um, again, they're sitting kind of right behind you in that fifth spot in the SEC. So. Uh, Oh, Mississippi State's 0 and 5 on the road. So there's a stat. Let's make it 0 and 6. Isn't the game in Starkville against Mississippi State, right? Oh, it is in Starkville? I believe so. I feel we like have... we're always on the road. <laughs> I mean, I know we've we played some at home, but it just seems like all the big games are on the road. Yeah, because then 9 o'clock 8 o'clock, just still. Dang. So it isn't Starville. Yeah, they're 12 and 1 on at home. So uh you know they, they feel really comfortable on the home at, at on their home court as do we. Um so yeah, I gotta go steal one. Yeah. Mississippi. If you've ever been to Mississippi, it's a terrible state. It's I don't know why Discussing. it's a state. It's horrible. Yeah. I don't know why you would choose to live there. Yeah. Gross. Yeah, Wednesday at nine. Ugh. ESPN two. I don't know,
3: but I don't for some reason it feels like a game that Tennessee. Like I feel like those are Tennessee's favorite games to like have like a unnecessarily like decent like couple like two players in twenty point range or Yeah sixty percent from three. I don't know. Those are the games that always get the vibe, like away
0: games at nine PM,
3: like if whether it's freaking Vandy or any game like that.
0: Well that dunk that Schofield had on Mississippi State a couple years ago, I mean, they should have shut down the whole program. They Good God. <laughs> I remember that. Talking about catching
3: a body. Put it on a poster. I think yeah. that was probably still one of the most underrated, too, because I mean, I saw it on like ESPN stuff, but it wasn't like widely for how bad his. I mean, that was straight groin to face action. I mean, he put him
0: on the ground. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was the most dirty thing I've ever seen. But. And then Grant on the sideline just made it so much better with him acting like he was passing out. Yeah. Beautiful. Um, who impressed you on Saturday? Let, let's let's get into that. I mean,
3: no shocker that Zico is always going to impress. I mean, he's basically hopefully a constant impress. But I feel like James, Josiah Jordan, James, just uh, was able to. I mean, I know we talk about sometimes we're, we're frustrated with his inability to take the right shots or get in there and get the rebounds that he needs, but he had six rebounds. Finished in the 20s. He was uh, 4 of 9 from, from 3. I mean, he took a bunch of 3s, but he made some 3s. If he was 1, 2 of 9, different story. But I feel like he's definitely got a little more confident in those shots. He's been able to find some spots around the key that he feels like he can knock down that 3-pointer. Um, and so I feel like that was definitely at least a factor for me that if he can stay consistent in that, that's going to be a huge addition to what we're trying to build and that makes us more consistent.
0: Yeah, uh, and he's filling up the stat sheet too three blocks, three steals, two assists, six rebounds, 20 points, um, efficient from the field. I mean, he's just – that's being the five-star he should have been. Uh, yeah. You know, I know some of it's – we talked about it on the show. It's like he he would have been – a couple weeks ago, he had been four for nine from three and four for nine from the field. Like he wasn't taking any more shots in, out, you know, inside of that three-point line. So – um, really good to see him just be more confident, like you said. And uh, in his home state of South Carolina, had a uh, 33 family members, friends, and family members um, at the game, so I had to get some some teammates to cough up some some of those uh, friends and family tickets so he could get everybody in there. So really cool for him to get his career high um, and have the game that he did in his home state against the Gamecocks. Which, um, is Frank Martin done? Their fan base is not happy. No. Can you be? I mean, no matter what sport
3: you're dealing with, I don't
0: think that you... Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, he did take South Carolina to a Final Four, but they had no business being in the Final Four. That team is not good. Um, So, I mean, they were good, but they weren't Final Four good. I don't know. I mean, that's a, that's a tough one. And I think... You know, depending on what Tennessee does in March, I, th- I think Tennessee fans are gonna kind of be on the fence about Rick Barnes.
3: Yeah, that's certainly a truth. I'm, I, I would have, I've never said anything in regards to firing Rick Barnes ever, I, especially during a game. I swear on it. But, uh, <laughs> but you know, depend. Like once you cool down and actually take some time, I mean, like obviously we love Rick, and it might be frustrated sometimes, and obviously it's someone that you just go to when you're pissed at the team for playing a certain way, but. You're right. I think it's going to depend on how it plays out. If we get to the point where we're like, okay, awesome. like It feels like we can consistently have a chance at doing well, but once we get there, we choke or we don't perform as well as we wish we could. Uh, You have to kind of take a step and be like, okay, well, what do we want to do from here in terms of assess talent, recruiting and all a bunch of different aspects. But I don't know. I'll be interested to see how that plays out.
0: Yeah. I hope we don't have to talk about it. I hope we you know, just – have a good March, whether you win it all or or not. Um, you know, I don't. I don't necessarily think this team wins at all. Um, actually, <laughs> I don't think that. But I, I do think you should at least make things enter. Like you should win your first round game. Don't lose in the first round. Second round, you, you see who you got. You know, if you play a good game and still lose, I I, I think people are going to be unhappy about it. But um, you know. I don't know. Is this team a Sweet Sixteen team right now? I don't know. I mean, I think they're a top twenty-five, and I think they could be on the verge of a Sweet Sixteen. But I don't know. They have a bad game, like Oregon State. You run Loyola Chicago. You run into the Cinderella team pretty much every year. Is that going to be the same thing this year? But again, like get over the hump. Yeah, people are tired of losing in March. The way that. With the talent Tennessee's had, so exactly.
3: I mean, obviously, we we play all season to get to March and to be able to not just say, okay, awesome, win the tournament, and we've got you know, five, six seed. That's awesome. But if we keep getting put up against these Cinderella teams, like you talk, I mean, last year was just pathetic to watch. Like it was like, oh, I mean, are you kidding me? Like, I don't know. It's just yeah. it's so frustrating when you get to that point, especially in the sport of college basketball, the way it's designed around that kind of mentality of like everyone's building towards March, and when you put up that kind of performance, and you're just one of those teams, and your bracket's busted because Tennessee likes to screw you over, and Ohio State likes to lose in the first round, and whatever. <laughs> um,
0: You're not salty at all, though.
3: No. Damn asthma for Oral Roberts. Still not over that, but. Uh, but I don't know. I mean, I could see it. Just it's really going to depend on who they play. You're right. I mean, it's. I don't think it's a situation where you could say, okay, this this is a Sweet 16 team again. If we get that team, and even round of 32 or 64, that is like surprisingly good and Tennessee comes in thinking that, like, we've got a handle on everything and they're able to exploit some of our our weaknesses, I think it's going to be a lot harder game to fight for. But at the same time, I think it's possible to say Tennessee goes out there and dominates the first two rounds and we actually go into the Sweet 16 saying, you know, depending on who we got, we have a chance to at least make it to the Elite Eight. But, again, it's going to be a step-by-step, play by ear kind of thing because I don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves.
0: Yeah, I think with the talent you have, and and it seems like Kenny Chandler and – Zakai Ziegler, even though they are freshmen, they seem to be getting better each game. Josiah Jordan-James seems to be elevating his game. Olivier seems to be getting better. Fulgerson had a good game. I don't think you necessarily have – I think early in the season, everybody thought he was going to be your best player. it just – he's not. Um, yeah. But by him coming off the bench and giving quality minutes, um, hitting quality shots, tracking down offensive rebounds, getting to the free throw line, that's what we need from – John And I think with the talent we have, we don't necessarily need him to go out and score 10 points a game. If he does, great. Um, but I, I don't think we need that with Tennessee's guard play with um, Triple J, Santi, Muscovy, Zakai Ziegler. I think he got plenty of scoring. Um, but I think post-play is where Tennessee's – that's where they're lacking. Um, yeah. And they play better. They have. They better. Um and you know, I think that stretch where Urosh was kind of our best post player has come to an end. Um, but is he, if he's able to come in there and give you quality minutes, cool. But uh, Tennessee's going to go as far as their guards takes them. Yeah. Um, also, I mean, you're setting yourself up for to get that first-round bye in the SEC tournament. That's that. I think that's big. You, you got eight games left. You got Mississippi State, Vanderbilt, Kentucky, Arkansas, Missouri, Auburn, Georgia. In Arkansas at home. Um, so, I mean, if you lose to the people that you're probably not going to be favored in, that's three games. Yeah, I would say, what, five and three? So, yeah. And I, I think we should probably take that. Yeah. You maybe lose a close one on the road to Arkansas and then, um, you know, Auburn and Thompson Bowling Arena. That game's going to be freaking nuts. Do you imagine um, that off though Whew. I mean I I hope they're still number 1 because that puts a target on their back I mean you get yeah. everybody's best game I mean Georgia you know Missouri almost beat them though no, they're not then Georgia almost beat them I mean they they're not necessarily looking like the number 1 team in the country I know that times they have um, right. but man they uh I don't know with their size and everything. I think they have a chance to win it all. I think they have the talent to win it all, but the way they've played last since they got that number one beside their name, it's it's not been smooth.
3: Yeah, no, I, I totally agree with that. That's why that's why I, I posed it just because it's it's not something entirely out. You know, if we had there's there's some other teams honestly that I'd rather not come into uh, Thompson, but. But that's gonna be fun. No matter what the situation is and whatever the point spread is, that place is gonna be rowdy and I'm here for it. Yeah. What's the deal? What's the details for that game? Is it on a when what day is it on? Do we know yet?
0: It's on the twenty sixth. That's Saturday. Okay. Um, we know day wait, is that a Saturday? Yeah, it is.
3: I guess it you could tell me. Yeah,
0: it's on
1: Sunday.
3: It doesn't have a time yet. No, it's not some, it, it I mean, I mean, some stupid ass noon game. <laughs> I mean, I guess on Saturdays it's different, so I don't mind it. Like at least the Saturday vibes are a little different. But give us like a nice little three thirty evening game, like something to get get the crowd pumping. and let a little pregame, little tailgates.
0: Yeah, for sure.
3: Make Make Thompson is just about as rowdy as you can just Yeah, one
0: step at a time. Yep, we'll see. Um, it'll be interesting. I think that in the Kentucky game are already sold out, so. Um gonna be a rocking crowd in, in TBA for for those big games um so yeah we'll see Tennessee's playing good um let, let's talk about the rest of the SEC what about Vanderbilt beating LSU yeah
3: it, like like you said it's we're, we're all over the place in the SEC which isn't rare um right. it's it's interesting especially seeing some matchups like you said with Georgia and Auburn I mean it's it you never know so I mean I I like where Tennessee stands in it to be honest. I know that coming in the season some things you know Arkansas people. I mean Arkansas are playing fine, they're playing, playing very well, but I think people expected Arkansas's matchups to be a, a little better. Um, LSU obviously we looked at them when we played them and we thought LSU is probably going to be contending for those those top spots and they they've slid. But yeah, but overall it's that's why you you play it out and you never know what's going to happen when it comes to the SEC tournament and you if Tennessee can slide up there and be able to get that first round by, like you said, or be able to stay competitive against, against the first matchups that you get. We'll, uh, we'll have to see.
0: Yeah. I mean, Vanderbilt, they're not good, but they're not the Vanderbilt that we've seen in the past. I mean, Scotty Bibb junior is good. They're good defensively. They have some guys that can hit some shots. Um, They're not, and they did lose DeSue, who I thought was probably their second best player the past couple of years that transferred to Texas, and is kind of just a role player for them. So, um, yeah, I think it is a different Vanderbilt team. We play them at home, so I'm not really worried about that. But, man, teams like LSU, Alabama looks bad. Yeah. They lost to Georgia. I mean, that. I bet on that game, so I'm still salty about that. But – um, but yeah, like you said, just kind of all over the place in the SEC with teams beating teams they shouldn't beat. You have Missouri, who was like a sixteen-point underdog to Auburn, almost knocked them off. I think it was similar for the Georgia game um, yesterday. With with Auburn was a sixteen-point underdog and um, almost knocked them off. So, Yeah, it's it's interesting, but Tennessee sitting right there at the top. Um, and you kind of control your own destiny. With I think mean, Kentucky's one game ahead of you, so you know, you could maybe tie things up with them, maybe be top for second if yeah. able to take care of business with Arkansas and then um, Kentucky. So, yeah, yeah you can top really of, see Tennessee climb the top of the standings. I mean, obviously, Auburn's at one point, but
3: then there's everyone's neck and neck right there at that that step down that second bracket. And then obviously there's a little bit of a gap below Tennessee down there as it starts to fall a little bit, but uh, but yeah, you know, we don't, we don't know how to play outs. Yes. You see, it's, it's craziness. And madness. So who knows what switches in the next, you know, however many weeks.
0: Yeah. Wednesday is a good game to um, kind of make that, that gap between um, Tennessee and Mississippi state, Mississippi state sitting there right behind you. So um, let's extend that gap a little bit by getting a win over them and, um, because then I I think that's probably your four that has a first round bye. yeah. Auburn, Kentucky, Arkansas, and Tennessee.
3: Yeah, yeah. I Listen, think those are the
0: four best teams in the in the conference.
3: Seeing the gap there, uh, that's that's where I would assume it gets cut off. Hopefully, Mississippi State, we can we can make that that gap there, just because that that does seem where it seems to be split apart with how many games back they are. I mean, again, it's it's still close, but those, if in my mind, if I'm picturing and even honestly, if you'd asked me. Several weeks ago, I had my orange goggles on and included Tennessee just for fun, but that, that's where I picture it being towards the end of the season anyway. So I feel like, you know, that's that's probably what gearing towards what we'll see. I don't I don't see anybody else coming up and being in the top four. I don't think Florida or anything is going to be able to do that. No,
0: no, absolutely not. Because they suck. Yeah, they almost got beat Missouri yesterday one by one. Yeah, it's just interesting. I mean, kind of the SEC, it just seems like ten, the SEC is getting better, which is a good thing, I guess. But you know, we're already kind of ahead of the SEC, so, or ahead of the rest of the pack. You know, there was Auburn sure. and LSU up there, but um, there was a big gap. Um, it seems like that gap is closing, but um, it just seems like it's better basketball, not in and out. Yeah, it means more. It just means more, absolutely. Um, so, I guess we're going to do the Jumbotron, but I guess we'll wait because um, Caleb's not in here. So, I know he was excited about doing that. So, we'll we'll maybe do that another time. But I want to talk about Brian Harson. Have you read up on all this? I have not.
3: I've seen things, but I have not <laughs> deep dive.
0: So, I mean, he's had like three offensive coordinators. His def- defensive coordinator left – they lost a the guy on, they lost a the recruit on national signing day. So they went negative on national signing day. Didn't get anybody, and then lost somebody. And then, um, and then it comes out it, it just seems like they were tired of him anyway. They lose Bo Nix the transfer portal. Almost lost Tank Tank Bigsby, but I think he got a big NIL deal, so he came back to Auburn. Um. I mean, they just look like absolute trash until they played well against Alabama, which that always happens. So are we really shocked? And it it just seems like it's been a huge mess since he's been there. And then it seems like the fan base is like trying to dig up something. Maybe the media is trying to dig up something to get him out. And it come to find out he's had an affair with his assistant. Her title is assistant to the head coach. Yeah. And she was a cheerleader at Boise State when he was there. He hired her at Boise State, and then he hired her at Auburn. So, I mean, I don't know if there's any truth behind it, but it seems like the fan base at Auburn is trying to do everything they can to get his ass out.
3: Yeah, and then I know I saw that, like, there's obviously two sides of it. There's the the funny Colin side that's like, yeah, but look at her. I mean, whatever, like all that stuff. I saw I saw on Twitter there was people like, like fake protests or whatever was going on outside down there um I, I, I mean last night i just saw a whole bunch of stuff come up on my twitter and i was I was a little confused about it but i thought i thought it was really funny that some some people were just like hey i mean do you blame them like stuff like she tweeted something yeah. stupid too i don't know i don't remember what it was i think she was like i just like to have fun or something like that or, or, or i'm i'm a likable person or something like totally like just this
0: can't be a free app kind of oh moment. god I didn't see that, but man, I mean, you can't have that. I mean, it's not something that you want to associate your program with, um, whether you think it's valid or not. Um, But I was talking about that. Like, yeah, she's she's pretty, but like, is it is it worth to lose your job over? No, not necessarily at all. Uh, I mean, like. I'm sure there's other girls at all. Like this one, it shouldn't be the one that right. Cause you to lose your job. Like she isn't that.
3: Yeah. It's not. You're right. It's not losing. your she
0: job. $10 million worth.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I'll be interested to see how that, ha- that plays out. They're skidding getting
0: more. Yeah. Very interesting. Um, Hopefully Tennessee's able to get some of those recruits that we lost out to those junior college guys, Jeffrey Mbaugh, Marquise Gilbert, Keontae Scott, um, three JUCO guys that chose Auburn over Tennessee, but uh hey, they lose their coach. What it what is it come to the sip? Come to the sea? I don't, I don't know. No, I <laughs> yeah. Um it'd be cool to get Kind of raid that uh, recruiting class a little bit. Maybe raid that roster. Get Tank Bigsby in here. I'm there all for go. it. I'm sure Rodney Garner has Rodney Garner actually recruited Tank Bigsby because he's from oh, yeah. that Georgia area where Rodney Garner has a lot of uh, ties and stuff. So let's just get Tank's Bigsby on the show and then we'll just we'll talk about it. Yeah, that's yeah, that's cool.
3: We'll hash it out. On- Twitter.
0: It's funny. Somebody was like, "Why? Why don't you get like players on and stuff?" And I'm like, "I can't pay them nothing." Yeah, it's not. Now, now they think every time they do something, it, it's for money. Like, sorry, I that was one them. thing. Like, they want to come on, great, but I can't. I ain't giving no nil money. Sorry.
3: Yeah, that was one thing before nil. I mean, it's already kind of like tricky to be able to, you know, convince someone to come on for whatever. But nowadays, it's like I, I remember seeing a. Uh, do you know what, what what's Barstool Mob? I guess, their college basketball podcast? They're going to have John yeah. Fulgerson on. He, like, requested, like, way more money than they expected. And it was, like, John Fulgerson's, like, this sweet dude that, like, you'd expect would just, like, want to go talk to people. And he, like, overcharged the, the shit out of him. So, it's like.
0: Oh, really? That's dude. that's insane. I know. I, I heard that. I was like, oh, man. I
3: love Fulgerson. But yeah. uh, and I all, don't know. It,
0: it's, it's also like, a weird thing. Like, you, you can't just be flying around and a player's DMs. Like, that's Borderline creepy. I'm, if it's for money, if I'm just like, hey, do you want to come on her? Yeah, that's weird. If you want to hit me up and come on our show, hey, more power to you. But right, uh, right. and I'll let you do it. But I'm not going to be digging around and current players DMs. It's just not.
3: Yeah, I guess it's not. It's not an awful thing with nil. I guess it, I guess it sets them up the right way for NFL if that's their career they're going to have. But again, you see some of these guys that are like not exactly NFL caliber, and you're like, okay. I'm like, don't be. <laughs> you can yeah. still talk to people. I mean, you, I know you're. I, I there was a good amount of Taven Jackson. I'm sorry if I get clipped on this, but Taven Jackson, I think, was at the bar and Sakai like Ziegler was at Uptown or something last night downtown. And like, I wasn't there, but all the people that I heard talking about it were like, oh, like they were just in the corner, like with people all around them, making it look like they were like shit. Now, technically, those are two people that I'm like, yeah, you, go ahead. But I mean, I've seen people before out before that they like walk with the highest, highest might, like, no, you couldn't charge me to get on that show or whatever, and it's like, okay, you might be. Might be a late.
0: Well, it's it's a weird, like, thing. Even for coaches, like, they would be, like, after game. Like, you have kids run the bases and stuff like that. Like, the you can't make a player do that. Yeah. For free. You can't make them go, like, hey, you know, at this camp, we'll sit at a table and y'all sign autographs for 30 minutes. You can't make them do that. Yeah. Um, now, I mean, I, I think I think there's people that are still going to do it because that's just who they are. And Tennessee has a lot of, um, especially on the baseball team, a lot of that personality that, you know, they, they just love this fan base and, and will sign autographs. And I'm sure, you know, Ziegler was doing that at, at the end of the game the other night. He was signing autographs in the stands and stuff like that. So there's people that are still going to do it. But, yeah, it's a weird thing to kind of – keep in mind that you know they don't have to do any of that
3: yeah and you you hope tennessee creates that kind of environment i feel like we've always had a more inviting fan-based family environment it's not as much you know so i mean i feel like that's definitely beneficial to the point that like you should want to do that like you should feel more inviting to do that because you know you've got these three-year-old five-year-old families of people all wearing your jerseys and screaming your name and stuff and like i feel like if i was a player i would be dying to do all that stuff but you know
0: Oh, yeah, and just, absolutely. Yeah, until and, and so somebody's, like, paying you, you know, five yeah. grand to come sit at their store and do it, then, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm sure that's a different – it's just different. It's a different conversation. Um, and it's something that, you know, players have to think about. Like, think about, like yeah, it's, it's money, and I get that. But, like, it's also your reputation. Like, do you want yeah. the reputation where, you know – you know, you said with the Barstool bench mob. you know, that, that carries him. Right. And so the next time they're trying to reach out to somebody or, you know, he, he does something big and somebody wants to have him on the show, they're not going to reach out to him again.
3: Well, especially if it's something like, again, if it's like a big sign-in event or it's like something that's going to take your whole day out of the Saturday or Sunday where you've actually got stuff planned, but if it's just a Zoom visit meeting – talking for 30 minutes about something, not even 10, 15-minute segment. I mean, what? I I feel like there's got to be a balance there. And I feel like if you're not willing to even do stuff like that, like you're just a little
1: little greedy.
3: It just depends on who you are again and the position you're in. But, But I don't know. I guess it's up to interpretation on each
0: player and their rights. Yeah, I mean, you literally have players like getting in the transfer portal just to see if they can get an NIL deal somewhere else yeah like it's crazy world man
3: i'm assuming i think it'll settle down eventually i think i think the weird part is that with nil being so new it's such a big jump into the business realm of sports jumping into college and so i think i think we've talked about it before but it's it's very active right now and people aren't sure the best strategies and ways to do things to everyone's trying to maximize their money and it's just basically a giant scramble with the way the portal plays out right now yeah but eventually i think things will come down and People will be able to figure out the best way to do it, and it won't be as as confusing as much of a scramble, but I think right now we're in that phase where
0: we're just stuck in that point. Yeah, there's just no kind of rules or regulations on it. Yeah. And I think eventually it, it'll get to that point, hopefully. Um, but I, I would not want to be a, a college coach. You, I mean, I, I would rather – what's probably the worst job in the NFL? Probably the – is it the Jags? Jets, something like that. I'd rather have that yeah. job than any college job.
3: Yeah, you want to be Doug Peterson down in Jacksonville? Um, well, don't you don't want to be my, Miami's coach? Poor Brian Flores. I mean, jeez, I'm sure y'all touched on that last week when I wasn't here, but that was yeah, that was just uh, <laughs> that's wild. I think Caleb's actually able to try to get back in here. We're gonna we're gonna try. Okay. okay.
2: Yo. Sorry, I'm gonna use my phone angle, maybe. Okay. Maybe funny. So yeah, we'll try on my phone. My computer is not cooperating
0: at all. Gotcha. All good, man. Good to have you back. We're here. We. It was the perfect weekend. I actually got to see Caleb for the first time in like two months, so it was. Um, this couldn't go perfectly, is what I'm trying to say.
2: Right, and you didn't touch my face like you said, and I even shaved for you, so
0: cleaned up. For me, <laughs> I didn't touch my face. I think I, I think I grazed your beard in the car. Yeah, you may have. I don't remember. It wasn't worth it. It wasn't worth, <laughs> it worth shaving. Nah. <laughs> um. Yeah, we were kind of talking about. I don't know. Did you Did you hear what we were talking about? I caught the end of that. Uh, what was that with the I missed
2: the Barstool bench mob, Whatever happened.
0: Yeah. Apparently, there. they wanted to have John Ferguson on. And he asked for like a, a large amount of money to come on. And it was way more that way more than they were going to give him. So they're so like, who, no, who posted that? I don't know. Joe, Joe, Joe said that. I don't, I don't know where, I don't know if it was mm-hmm. on their show or, um, Interesting. Joe, where, where did you hear? Was it on Barstool Mob? Um. Okay. I don't know. That, yeah. Interesting. Did they? Say yeah. They, like, did you hear the amount of money? Like, was mm-hmm. it an absurd? Ask. I don't. I, he he didn't say the amount of money, but it, it was way more than they were willing to spend <laughs> on John Volkersen. <laughs> I just want to. I'm curious.
2: Is it the? Like, is it absurd? Is it an absurd amount of money? That's
0: I don't question. know. It, it's just like, like barstool. Like I would do that in a heartbeat. Like, and I get it. Like, well, it's different for me to say that than it is to him for him to, to say be that. Fair, bench mob's not that big
2: of a like. It, it doesn't have the following that a
0: lot of varsity does. Right, but it's still like associated. Like, it, it's something yeah, cool yeah. that you're probably only going to get to do one time. Yeah, you're not going
2: to be on the bench mob after you're out of college. That's college basketball podcast. <laughs>
0: yeah. So. Um, I don't know. It was. That's just weird to me. um, and, and like I was telling Joe, it's just weird times. Like, I was talking to right. Zerker last night um, for the baseball team, and he's like, you know, we could go to a camp, sit at a table, and ha- say, hey, for 30 minutes, y'all are going to sign autographs. He's like, now, like, they don't have to do that.
1: Right.
0: Like, they're not getting paid. The, like, he's like, you know, we have some guys that are going to do it, but, you know, they y- – you can't make them run the bases with – kids you can't make them show up for a baseball a youth baseball camp and stuff like that it's just it's just different um that's why I was telling him I was like I'd rather I think you'll see a lot more coaches especially if they don't get some regulations on it soon you'll see a lot of like football coaches go to the NFL they'd rather be in the NFL than deal with this
2: I think that's already been the case I mean the time commitments just drastically different
0: oh yeah and then you add, like, you just add another element, another headache. Why, like, why would you not?
2: Yeah. I don't know. Interesting to see any changes, if any, that are made. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Um,
0: Jumbotron? Jumbotron. Let's do it. Let's get into it. I, I told him, I was like, I guess we got to save it for when Caleb can get back on. I guess we'll do it another episode, but you're back.
2: I'm back. Let me so I can pull up mine. Joe, do you have your uh, jumbotron ready? Are you ready for this debate? I hate using my phone for this. I just it's yucky. I'm not a fan.
3: Dude, I don't even know what the topic is, but I'm pretty shifty. So give me <laughs> uh, that's
2: fun. I I don't think it takes a lot of research. It's uh, so I think you'll be good there. Two ways, shifty, and it's just fast food fries. Um, oh.
1: now okay, so it is. That do, topic. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. We are going to do snake draft and no steals. So. I have to have a different one um can only have three each i don't know okay. how we're gonna decide the the person um are we a random number generator i don't know Prices right rules
3: um square the, the screen order i guess
1: All right. Um, let's see.
2: Hmm. How big we going here? Huh? How many? How many numbers?
0: Six
2: <laughs> hundred. I was gonna, thinking, uh, like,
0: can you just like spin a wheel or something?
2: I think it's been a wheel. I mean, maybe I don't know. I Wet wheel. To... I don't. Yeah, maybe I don't know where to find a wheel. Um, I can't share my screen either. I'm not on my... Joe, can you share yours right now? Is that possible?
3: I might be able to. What do you want me to look I up? You
2: you, I know you said your computer was
3: prehistoric. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh, go to pickerwheel.com. Pick a wheel. Picker. P I C K E R.
0: Picker. I barely know her.
3: (laughs) I knew that was coming. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so what? Just each each person, I guess?
2: Yeah, and then just spin that. That's what
0: I won on the one I made, so. I just need that to be known. I actually found the wheel that they use on. Like, I looked why up a wheel, and I found the exact wheel that they why use. Why
2: didn't you just tell us
0: where to go? Well, you said you already found it. I did, but
2: I had to Google it. <laughs> they just told me.
3: All right. Let's see. Oh. How do I do this without... I got to get smart for a second, which is a struggle. Uh. Okay, We're wait, so if I do that... Fast, by the way. You see that? Yeah.
2: Yeah. We got
3: it. Okay. I can't see you guys. we will just have to Spin it.
2: it, Alex. That's not Alex. I don't
3: know who's it. Oh, it's really spin.
0: why like
2: <laughs> Uh Who's number two?
3: Yes. <laughs> okay, so we're just gonna go like that. All right. I was wondering yeah, really sure if you want. You can
2: take, I think you can take me out of it too. Do you? Click yeah, on, yeah. Yeah. There
3: we go. Let's see how you want to do this now. Awesome.
0: But, Joe, you get to go twice now. This is true. Back to back. All
2: right. right. I'm going to go with the easy one. I know it's regional. It's fast food French fries, by the way. I don't know if we ever said that. Um, Fast food French fries. I know it's kind of a cheap – me and Landon talked about this because, like, not everyone's had it, but Pals. Pals is easily the best French fries on planet Earth. I mean, there's not even a close second, in my opinion.
3: I've never had them, so I have to – I can't be biased there, but – I've heard they're fantastic, so...
0: Have you ever... You've never had pals before? No. Oh, we gotta go to pals. <laughs> we gotta... We'll get pals one day. I haven't
3: lost my pals beat card, do dude, but I've, I've been yelled at. <laughs> <of my> <laughs> um, yeah,
0: we're now... Now, land say, now John Fulgerson will never come our sh- on our show now because Joe hasn't had pals. <laughs>
3: yeah. well, we're not paying him anyway, so...
0: <laughs> <laughs> um... I'll go probably one that's maybe a hot take. I'll go Burger King.
3: Okay. That's not a hot I mean, take at all.
0: I know. That's yeah. a, I thought it was a hot take until we started talking about it. Turns yeah. out everyone loves Burger King. I'm shocked. I think that's the best thing on their menu. Fair. That's fair. You don't yeah. have
2: I 10 mean, nuggets. What do you mean?
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, they're not good. They're just cheap.
2: I just I try not to think about what I'm eating when I eat them because I I agree I think they're good. Yeah. (laughs) All
3: right, I'm going with Cane's. Cane's crinkle cut fries, dude. Those things hit.
0: Cane's? I've never had Cane's.
3: I don't even like Cane's chicken. I like Cane's toast and I like their fries. I don't like their chicken at all.
2: Okay, how do you feel about their sauce? Because this is the big debate I have.
3: I don't like it that much.
2: Okay, it's not as good as Zaxby's. People. No, it's not. Everyone's
3: like, oh, you got to get your Cane sauce. Cane sauce. I'll be okay without it. I'm not a big.
0: Games is good. Cains we is should good. do sauces next. Like, and, and on another on yeah, another show. Specific sauces, like too, obviously. Like, McDonald's yeah. yeah. sweet and sour. Yeah. Yeah. Right.
2: Okay. That's a, that's a good first round. That's a good lineup.
3: Yeah. All right. I guess what it takes back to me. I, I mean, it's pretty obvious, but I feel like most people say it. We're going with Chick-fil-A waffle fries. I don't think they would ever taste as well if they weren't waffle fries. But I, I if they're not too salty, but – the wall, when they're made right, those things are hard to beat.
2: Sometimes they, I don't get them salty enough. Sometimes I get them like it seems like they put no salt on them.
3: Yeah. Also, but does it count no, like Chick Fil A sauce? Being, I guess technically, beat not being able to dip Chick Fil A sauce is different. I
2: still think not
3: care the best. We have to go raw. We have to go raw fries. But I, I'm gonna go. That, that's my pick.
2: Okay.
3: Raw fries.
0: You got them. Uh, you got to dip it in Chick Fil A sauce.
3: Easy. Yeah. If you couldn't, I mean. The game
0: changer. Yeah. Or is it my turn? Oh, it's crap! Your turn, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm gonna go, and I this place I refuse to eat at, but they have really good fries. Arby's. What?
2: what? Uh, I I have. What? What? We have this whole debate.
0: About I, I know I'm, I'm saving that one. I know you're now, not going to take it so I can save it
2: for number three. That's, in, that's, in, that's ridiculous.
0: This is, this is a snake draft. Should... Okay. I'm being strategic in what I'm picking. That,
2: but That that Then your argument's invalid. No, I want the best lineup. No, but you just put Sonic technically at number six. No, at number eight of fries. It makes no. me right. Yes. No, they're, yes. no, they're not. Yes. It's yeah. not eight. You just did that, though. You just ranked it number eight.
3: Well, this <laughs> is technically incrementally top threes. So are they number two on his list, or are they? No,
2: they should have been, but he's putting them at number three, which means number eight on the list total.
3: I mean, he's got points.
2: I want the best yeah. lineup, okay? But you, you don't go eat. Nah, that makes my point exactly. You're putting Sonic the in number, number one it's tight like end. In. I wouldn't yeah. pick him until probably the third round.
3: of point.
0: But we're, dra- <laughs> we're drafting all tight ends. <laughs>
2: <laughs> we're not drafting anything else.
0: I'm, I'm going Moneyball, man. I, I, I want the best. I want the best lineup, and I know you're not going to touch it.
2: But we're we're drafting.
0: It's like if that like. I don't, I don't trade up to go get a quarterback in front of somebody that doesn't need a quarterback.
2: But, but my, my point is, we're, we're all drafting quarterbacks right now. There's no chicken nuggets involved. I want the best lineup. He's saving exactly, the best for exactly. life. You're, you're yeah. doing that. You are getting the best lineup by putting Sonic at number eight. So, I mean, all in all, we agree. I just needed to state that.
0: You go pick yours, and I'll I'll say my piece with Sonic when I when I pick next.
2: I'm gonna have to. I unfortunately had all of my next top, so we agree with the top ones. Um, straight. That that's pretty solid. So I'll go. Um, I don't like doing this. I don't I don't like Zaxby's where I've got to put it. I feel like it's too high, but McDonald's at my number two doesn't feel right. So Zaxby's then McDonald's at my number three. Yeah.
0: Right, my wife still loves, loves. Hey, still my wife loves make- McDonald's fries too, and I think it tastes like wet, it's like a wet rag.
2: It's very hit or miss. I won't lie.
0: It's very hit or miss. New McDonald's. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah, they're they're just so damn addicting though. like I know you're yeah.
3: saying like they are hit or miss, but like for some reason like I, I I'm not even a big friend. Like if I go to a restaurant, I can't finish all my fries like with the meal, but McDonald's French fries, are, I'll always find myself finishing those. But you're right. They're like sneakily good. I think they throw some in there. They definitely put
0: like. Well, they have they have some that's like soggy, and I'm like, and some that are crispy. I'm like, how were these in the same batch?
2: They weren't. They definitely weren't. They <laughs> finished the batch off, sat those in the warmer, and then I know what they did. They cheated. But Landon McDonald's is above Sonic in this. So my point last week was right up oh, the true right. at all. It, 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 McDonald's is number seven. Sonic is number eight.
0: No, I just got, I just got Sonic for cheaper. Landon,
2: what's your, because it deserved it. (laughs) What's your your
0: number three, Landon? I'm saving on that cap space. Um, It's Sonic, dude. Sonic is underrated French fries. People go there for the tots. I get it. Tots are good, but Sonic French fries.
2: They can be be underrated and
0: still be not good. No, they are. Uh, they get a bad rap just because tots. Everybody gets tots because it's something different. But I'm going something different by getting French fries at Sonic, and I feel like it's more food. It's probably not, but I feel like like those tots. You, you have five of them, and they're the whole box is gone. Well, I,
2: we're exaggerating now, but sure. You feel that way. You're like, oh crap, no, I don't
0: finish my last one.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I, I think the tots are plentiful.
0: Shut up. No, you don't. I do. I don't believe you. I've <laughs> seen <laughs> I've <laughs> seen you finish your last tot, and you are looking at the bottom to make sure you didn't miss one. Yeah, I know that feeling.
2: Everybody First off, does. Your it. boy always tops off their crumbs. <laughs> if you don't leave a tot <laughs> crumb behind.
0: I'm telling you, try the fries.
2: I love how you're saying that
0: statement. Like I haven't chopped the fries. Yeah, but you're you're not giving it a fair shot, is what you're not doing. I, I don't eat fries unfairly ever. Joe, what's your what what is your take on Sonic <laughs> Fries? Because Caleb, he's just I don't. He's care. getting older. He's delusional. <laughs> I don't know that I've you're ever had. me. He, he's in a different <laughs> city than he's usually in. He's just not thinking right right now.
3: Yeah, I don't think I've even ever had Sonic French fries, though, let me tell you, honest with you.
0: Ah, see? You got wrong. Let me know you when you're wrong. You can't
3: say
2: that to Joe. You can't say that to Mom. me. I've had Sonic French fries.
3: I'll, I'll, next yeah. time, I'll, I'll try them live on the show, and I'll be the deciding factor. I'll give them Perfect. live.
2: All right. Live rate. What's your, what's your number three? Because I also have a question. Does Could we have put in five guys? Is that technically fast food? I feel like it's not.
3: No, it's never been it's fast. Not. I've never waited less than like 20 minutes to get my food, so no.
2: Twenty?
3: I've ever I've never been to five guys and had like fast food.
2: Wow. I mean, I've, it's been like longer than Burger King, but
3: really, like, I've never
2: been upset God. with my weight.
3: Yeah, I've only gone to Knoxville. Well, not just in Knoxville, but the times I've gone to Knoxville, it's every time I'm the same ones. Just takes forever, but but yeah, if, th- if those counted, those are those are go-to fries. Uh, is is it my turn for number three? Yeah.
2: yeah. Number three. All and right. Number nine.
3: I'm going I, – I, okay, I have one, but I want an honorable mention just to piss people off that who would ever even know. But, so, so Wendy's is my three because I actually love Wendy's fries. But also the Frosty, like is it fair to assume that like I have them 90% of the time with a Frosty? Like is my – am I swayed in my opinion? I don't know. Um. But yeah, they're so good. I love good, I love this. My fries my Frosty.
2: I can't, I'm not a big Wendy's fan. I'm sorry. I've also I'm never, really I've never dipped my fries in a Frosty. I, I like Wendy's, just yeah, yeah. not Wendy's. That's just this guy, this guy.
1: Get him out.
3: Get him out.
2: <laughs> get him out. <laughs> well, I also, don't get, I never get a chocolate Frosty. I only get vanilla, so. Oh. This wrong. You have to try. delusional. I've been doing that since I was young. <laughs> it's <laughs> not come with age. <laughs>
0: vanilla, their vanilla frosty is delicious. See, and like I'm not even a big, I'm not even a big chocolate person, but you got to go chocolate frosty.
2: Yeah, you well, can't dip fries reason, The best part about vanilla frosty too is putting in your Dr Pepper, Coke, whatever you have in it, and you get a Coke float, Dr Pepper float.
3: Okay,
1: That's fair. I'll
2: give you
3: that.
0: Thing. I don't know. Yeah. I was, I, I don't remember the last time I've had a Coke Flow. I don't remember the last time I've had a dark soda. Okay. I mean, that's. It's probably been sense. like four
2: years. What well, is this dark soda crap? Are you on some kind of TB12
0: diet? <laughs> yeah, exactly. No. I just, since like, it's probably been before that. Like, I've probably had one, but like, like, during college, I don't know, my stomach was just upset all the time, and they're like, try soda, and I was tired all the time. They're like, try to, like, take out soda. And so, like, I've had, like, obviously, you got to get my hot blast when you go to Taco Bell, but <laughs> um, anything other than that, like, I don't – I only usually drink water unless it's alcohol. Yeah, well,
3: Land, did you ever try soda in college that wasn't mixed with vodka? I mean, like, you can't – <laughs>
0: you know. Um. Landon didn't drink vodka. Landon never drank vodka. Yeah, no. I, I was on a, I was on a crap. Like I'd get like Admiral Nelson and like Coke. I was on that kick for a while, and then I, I had to stop. It's just for sure it was hard. Caleb who
3: told me. Dr Pepper's cherry flavored. And now I hate Dr Pepper. you <laughs> literally ruined. It. I, lo- I don't hate it, but I love Dr Pepper, and I hate cherry flavored things. So now every time I have it, I like can taste cherry. And it's so- <laughs> um,
2: I love Dr Pepper. I'm a fiend. I've, I've had to. I'm yeah, Caleb's a
0: big Dr Pepper guy. He always has been.
2: But I'm uh, I'm dropping sodas, trying to. So if you see me with soda, just knock it out of my hand.
0: Um, are you Are you really trying to stop? Yeah, uh,
2: the adrenal, I mean, the bad thing is, is I hate water. Like, I just despise water's existence. Yeah. Um,
0: The thing is with water, like, you never, like, like it. No, no. But it it, it becomes, like, easier to drink over time. Oh, yeah, and
2: I've always, I mean, I've always felt like I've drank plenty of water because I drink, I mean, right when I get up and before I go to bed, I drink a bottle of water Um, just because I know I'm going to wake up thirsty as crap. So I try to eliminate that. Um, but then I drink Gatorade, right now I've been drinking Gatorade, a lot of Gatorade, which is, it's not as much sugar as a soda, but still a lot of
0: sugar. Yeah, that, that's, that's how I stopped. I started with Powerade and Gatorade and then yeah. it just went straight water. Cause yeah, it's just, it is a, it's still a lot of sugar. It's, it's still way too much sugar, but it is. And a you. it's just like, it's so salty. <laughs>
2: right. And I, I've been drinking a little bit of sweet tea, um, not much of it, but that's helped me cut out sodas. I can get like my nip with a sweet tea, that's that's good. You say what your nip? Yeah, you know, you get like a nip of like alcohol. You get it, dude. Do you not? Do you never just want a sip of a coke ever?
0: I, I do get the crave for flavor, and I'll go like buy a body armor or something. Oh, okay. Or like a Gatorade, but no, I just I. I don't really crave it no.
2: If I uh, if I see some like my brothers, if they have a Coke,
0: I'll get a sip of theirs. I, I do like a Sprite every now. Like if I'm been sick or like been coughing, I do like a Sprite.
2: I've never been big in
0: a Sprite. I
2: actually had some of one today, half of one maybe, but yeah, just because it was the only soda available. I was like, I'll, I need I need a nip. <laughs> a nip. I don't <laughs> like that you
0: call that. <laughs> I mean, I can't believe you never heard that term? I've never heard that. I mean, I've heard nip, but not in that context. No.
2: <laughs> like a nip of whiskey, like
0: no. Okay. Is that like uh, off of like a like a bottle, like a, a bottle? Nip. Is that what it's trying to?
2: No, I think it's just like a little amount. I, I don't. I've always heard it said like if like you're like pulling from like a flask. I feel like yeah, I've
3: problems. heard it in regards to like a nip of whiskey, but I've never taken yeah. it out of the realm of like sodas or something. <laughs> that's what
2: I, I feel like I'm like yesterday I'm with my brothers and they, they, he. my brother had a Coke. and I was like, I just need, just need a little bit. I just need a sip. I don't want more than a sip. Yeah, hey, bro, can I waterfall that? <laughs> oh, no. It's my brother. I don't need a waterfall. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> Apparently it is directly related to whiskey or liquor. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Oh no. So it says also a small well, a small quantity of something edible or a potent pot, potable liquor is what it says. So See, but I've time. heard
3: nib for food.
2: Nib
0: N I B. That's no, what I'm saying. Nib, maybe maybe it's, it's gotten switched over. It's maybe maybe it's N-I-P. NIP.
2: Yeah, like nipple. Okay. <laughs> All right. Hey yo. Uh, more important issues after Dart. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um. Yeah, things got weird on. When was that? On Thursday. Thursday. That was. That it, was did, it did. It did get kind of weird in here. Can you all see me right now? Nope. No. Okay. Please I think,
2: I'm cut. I cut over to see what my grab my most importance. Um. So I know we're getting to
0: that point. Um. I thought I had one. I do have a fail.
2: Did you all talk about... Did you ever get into the Brian Harson stuff? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just say I saw that picture of that girl on my phone. So. Just curious.
0: If... I don't have any most importance. It's been a fail week. You You're full of fails? Full of fails, yes. I've got... Um... I've got Harold Varner. I think
2: it's Harold Varner, the third PGA tour golfer. They're playing in the the Saudi Invitational this week. He had a walk off, Eagle. He was down one. So Birdie would have tied it. I think he he putted it. I think he was off the green. Caddy said it was like 90 something feet. Putted it in for Eagle. Walk off. Won the tournament. Incredible. He also wears Jordans all the time. Did he do a putt flip? Did he flip the putter? Is that what he asked? Yeah. I I don't think so. I think he gave just one of the ah, one of those.
3: Can Can I do that again, <laughs> You know what's crazy It actually looks like insanely white like with the facial features. Ah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah.
2: Sure. <laughs> he was also wearing purple while doing it, which is pretty impressive in and of itself. So nice. Not a fan of purple.
1: Personally.
2: No? Not for uh, – how? no. Well, uh, for golf, golf's different, I guess. But, like, football teams – I mean, were you just trying to be ironic? I don't understand.
3: All purple is one thing, I guess. But there's a hint. There's a, there's a nib of purple on the little
2: jersey.
0: <laughs> oh, nib. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have any most importance. At all. I that's guess not, I did mean. have the
3: Olympics starting, so screw every other country for the next two weeks or whatever. There's a lot
0: of people. That's been a fail. Go USA. Yeah, whatever. Did you
3: see
0: Sean White's bedroom?
3: you what?
2: Do you see Sean White's bedroom at the Olympics?
3: No. Do they have those? so nice. Are they still having those, like, cardboard anti-sex beds or whatever they were from the Summer Olympics?
2: I mean, what's uh, Sean White's was nice. His is like a hotel room. He had a living room. Um, he had a nice big TV with a like home stand thing. I, I thought know. he retired. Did he not? Apparently not. Pretty sure he's boarding in
0: these Olympics. Go for gold, man. <laughs> we should any sales. Like, uh,
2: um, the United States should be way more strict about if you lose. Like you die if you lose or something.
3: (laughs) Hunger game style, baby. Right. I actually hate Sean White, so I'm actually down for how that plays out. But I'm not getting into all that right now. (laughs) Next episode.
0: Okay. I'm interested (laughs) now. I'm interested.
2: Hey, did you – I screenshotted it because I was like, I wonder where this place is. Do you all know Action 247? It's like the Tennessee-specific betting website, like betting company, gaming company. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So so there was some sketchy stuff that was happening with them and ca- I think it was cash advance maybe a while back. And I was looking today on Action 247. You can cash out your account at a cash advance or one of those cash advance places. I'm like, is this is the look you guys really want? The way people talk about gambling, you all really want to like, be associated with a cash advance. This is just interesting. Very weird to me. I don't know. Maybe it's not as weird as I'm making it out to be.
0: Certainly. Wow. <clears throat> um, my first fail is the commitment graphics. <laughs> I saw one today on Facebook and it was a girl that her the year that she graduates high school is twenty thirty. And she was committing to her AAU basketball team.
3: Dude, not to like, mention the fact that they're posting it in general, but it's always the worst, like edited, like
0: random. Oh yeah, it's horrible. like and, and and like I'm not gonna say like who it is, but like I'm like she's committed to an AAU basketball team. She's how old are these? She's ten years old. Guys, what are we doing?
2: We're in an announcement world. I mean, I can't
0: imagine what kind of recruiting process she's going to have when she's in high school. That's going to be – it's going to be like damn Walter Nolan.
3: Yeah, I mean, her her uh, commitment better be through the roof. She has to keep up with it each year. So, if she starts when she's 10, by the time she's 20 for college, she's
0: – Yeah, she's going to have 80 commitment graphics by then. Just to be clear, we're talking about a 10-year-old girl right now,
2: right?
3: Hey, that's on. Language. I mean,
2: she she didn't post it. No, 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 no. Is, she didn't post it. That's That was my question. Who posted it? Dude, why does a 10-year-old have a Twitter account posted it. Why is her, her da- dad? See, that's where I'm like, why is her
0: dad running an account for her? I, I'm sorry. If you're one of those parents, not a fan of you. Well, like, they have a graphic, and he posted it on his Facebook. Like, did he repost?
2: Yeah, I do actually. I think you know these people too. I probably do know. You're saying this. She's ten. That's that's right. That's correct.
0: Yeah. My advice is just please do not. That's a that's a bad way to start this whole recruiting thing, basketball thing. That's already too involved for me. I'm out. <laughs> um, the next one I have is Texas A&M. So, Texas Ags, um, I guess it's like a their 247 account maybe. But it, it was naming all their like their recruiting class. So, they signed the number one wide receiver in Texas, number one defensive lineman in Florida, number one quarterback cornerback in Texas going all through there. The last one is the number one tight end in Sweden. Bro, how many tight ends are in Sweden?
3: I think they really play football in Sweden.
0: <laughs> I was like, what? Number one tight end. I mean, I guess put it in there. I was just like, what?
3: Yeah, that seems like an irrelevant stat because I want to see where that compares to like United States statistics.
0: Yeah, and he was like a four-star. I mean, how are you even rated? You're in Sweden. What kind of competition is that? They They probably play like eight-man football. They like yeah, were like 7-on-7. Like, That's all they play.
3: There's probably one team in Sweden that he was just the starter for. Like- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was the sole tight end in all of Sweden. So, I mean, obviously he was the first.
0: <laughs> he was the only tight end in Sweden. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the last one I got is South Carolina. So, they did it. A- Gamecock Football tweeted in a world dot dot dot, and it was Shane Beamer and the multiverse of madness. And it's all the guys he got in the transfer portal. The graphic is just—it's just so cringe. Can you send me that graphic as well? Yeah. Send me the. That's
3: a SEC Co-Football Coach of the Year. So careful.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that is going to be a. a Interesting argument of overrated. Who's more overrated, Heupel or Beamer, this year? Because they both won the same award. You get to start them off the same, same even point right now. Yeah, like oh the point. graphics
3: even worse. Out of <laughs> the, the more detail that graphic gets, the worse it is.
0: Oh. Yeah, and it's like you—you huh. you really want to put Spencer Rattler. In the very center. I mean, you're already setting him up for failure, because that's what he wants—is to be the center of attention all the time.
3: I mean, I guess it's a joke, but they're—they're—they're they're, they're entirely serious with that.
0: Did he yeah. pose for that picture? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm out on gamer. I mean, I did mean, you I'm
0: get? Out. Did you get that other graphic, Caleb? Oh yeah, oh. That's, that's awesome. So, it's so bad. The twenty
3: thirty. Twenty thirty. Like yeah, you know, eight years from now. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna get a DM in like thirty minutes. On Twitter.
0: Oh yeah, somebody like this. <laughs> Oh, well. I mean, I usually, like, if it's somebody that, like, I know and stuff, I usually leave it alone, but I cannot leave that alone. I'm sorry.
3: It's going to be like Caleb with whoever it was that DM'd him.
2: Who was that? <laughs> I, dude, he, he's a great follow, by the way. I'm the following him. <laughs> what is his name? I meant to tell him. I meant to be like, hey, dude, by the way, I followed you, the joke. And I've really enjoyed this. Thanks. Thanks for the ride. This Wait, who? The, the God canceled. Me. Oh, yeah. uh, God, but who was it? But Elliot. But Elliot. He's two four seven. Yeah, he's a good. He, he's a
0: good follow. Enjoyed it. So Caleb, what'd hey, you I think know. about it? <clears throat> I'm not responding to, <laughs> to that. So. All right. anybody else got any fails? I don't.
2: I've got, it. I've got um, streakers, man. Streakers are down bad this weekend after uh, Nottingham Forest and Leicester City. Did you all see that video? Huh. Uh, the, the, the streaker comes out after Nottingham scores a goal and just starts throwing fit, like throwing haymakers at him, one of the players with their back turned. And then, I mean, he gets pummeled by the security guard and the players, but just comes out swinging. Like, that's a bad look. Some, well, no, I just feel like calling it
0: streakers right. You know. Oh, okay, so he was – okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I it, it's streaking across yeah. the field, but he wasn't naked.
2: You know, there's so many friendly out there, and this guy's just – he just wants to see the world burn.
3: <laughs> He's the one ruining like
2: forever. Exactly.
3: I enjoy
1: because watching it. When, streakers um, a bad rap.
2: Yeah. 90% of streakers just want – to bring happiness for a split second to a football game. Yeah. And then he's out here, just madness.
0: That's what we should do for losing Uh, fantasy football. They have to like run across like a, like a Smokies game. They have to run across the outfield. Would they even try to tackle you at one of those? Probably not. They'd probably <laughs> they just like kind of let you line. go. Yeah, probably just find you and be probably like, you yeah, never coming back." <laughs> yeah, I
2: think that's a terrible fantasy football punishment.
3: <laughs> you ban from a game
0: like that it would suck. Uh, uh but I, like you do it right before that they move, and so then <laughs> they lose, they lose the records in the move. Yeah, yeah nobody. Pictures the, and everything.
3: Banned from the stadium. You're golden. You're right. Next week, you're right there when.
0: You're the yeah, you're back. <laughs> Um, Terrible did idea. You see, I, mean, I, I saw man. one where a kid got like fake, like long fake nails and like he like had to nails. go out in public and like, he was trying to order like on a, like iPad or something yeah. and he couldn't do it with the nails. It was hilarious. Okay. I feel
2: like I'm too old now for family Sitting in a, watching one of my friends sit in a Waffle House for 24 hours, four <laughs> years ago would have been hilarious. Now I'm like, that's just miserable. <laughs> <sighs> so, All right, guys. Well, Hey, before we leave, did you see uh, Billy football's 72-ounce steak challenge? Uh-oh. I think I can do Wait. it. It's in Amarillo, Texas. I think I can do it.
3: you? Can you? I, think so. I, saw I, mean, I saw that thing.
0: Seventy-two Thanks. ounce steak. Mm-hmm.
3: I think I could do that. I always think I could do all of them because I love to eat like right. insanely. But I feel like once you actually get, I don't know.
2: I've eaten a lot of steak. It's the I think it was an hour. That's what would get me is the time. Yeah. But I could, I could be close. I've never. I mean, I've never eaten steak over the course of more than an hour. But I've eaten a lot of steak. Not seventy-two ounces. Minded, so that's fair, it would be close, but I, I think I'd have I think I'd have a chance. I did it, I did a
3: 24 inch cheesesteak in less than 15 minutes. Like, I feel like I should really take it. Like, I want to see like where my limits are because I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm I may in the wrong career. Maybe competitive eating is what I you <laughs> what's the
2: What's the Krispy Kreme challenge? We've never done it. We should do it. Is it 24 donuts in X amount of minutes or what? Oh,
3: god, I didn't know that was a thing, but I. Krispy Kreme, those are the easiest things. They're like the lightest areas donuts ever. Oh, yeah.
0: But you would feel miserable.
3: Wow. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's I think like it'd
2: what? Be like a hangover. It'd be the next morning. That'd be the worst part. I'd 10, be that night. Yeah, that would be rough. <laughs> I want to see us do it. We, we talked about this one night, Landon. I think you said you can do it.
0: So, I think I – man, I don't know. Like, yeah, I'm getting old, dude. I don't know if I can do that stuff anymore. One thing I can, I feel like I could eat two large pizzas in one sitting.
2: Oh, my gosh. The Krispy Kreme Challenge, the real one, there's a website. Yeah, I'm looking at it. donuts in five miles in one hour. <laughs> and I could not do that right now.
0: Almost Five in miles life. in an hour?
2: Yeah. Hell no. With your 12 donuts.
3: <laughs> okay, that's the thing. Five miles in one hour is like one thing, but then yeah. where do you – Put up the donuts while you run. Do you just do a donut for like two donuts per mile?
1: I think I think I just make sure I'm in
0: good shape. I could I couldn't do I don't think I could do five miles. Period. Not not even I don't think I could run five miles right now.
2: I couldn't run five miles right now.
0: I could not. If I if I
2: get to the point I can run five miles like I used to, like even just two years ago, I would run the five miles and then I would eat the donuts right after. Yes. You eat them before
3: you're done. You're gonna be sloshing around. And you're gonna feel like shit, obviously. Yeah. Even during.
2: I wonder if you have to eat so many along the way, or if you can wait until the end. This is, a, this
3: is a real thing, apparently. So. Wow. Interesting. Awesome. There's All a right. shop. There's a shop and everything. They got a little merchandise shop for the challenge. So. There you go.
2: What's easier, the Krispy Kreme challenge or the Milk Mile? Oh, Is that
3: the Christmas gallon cream? of milk.
2: Uh, I think it's just like a pint. I think yeah. it's a lap pint. So you take, but you have to drink a, the pint after every lap. So it's four, four laps obviously, and then a pint in between each lap.
3: Oh <laughs> You throw up that milk feature. Yeah. I feel
0: like, I like regular I milk, I feel like would be a lot harder than chocolate milk, and I don't know why. It's true, like I feel like I could do, I, I could know. maybe do chocolate milk uh, just thinking about it right now. But I don't think I, if it came out to it, I probably couldn't do it. But maybe
2: it's because maybe it's because you have a little flavor. I feel like it's yeah,
0: heavier, though, yeah, it it seems more obtainable.
3: Well, I'm more likely to chug chocolate milk than I had normal, milk, so yeah,
0: it's true. Yes, what are the beer?
2: Beer mall is more likely for me. Try that one first. For the, for the milk. Oh.
0: All right, guys. Well, That's anything it. else? I'm good. Thanks, guys. Awesome. Guys, thanks for listening. We'll be back. Um, I guess Thursday, Caleb will not be here. I guess it'll be me and Joe. Um, we will talk about that game against Mississippi State in Starkville. If you're going to that, good luck. Mississippi State is a terrible place. Um. Starkville is just terrible in general, and then the whole state is just, oh, God. Um, guys, that's have all we got. Wait, what? Have you been to Starkville? I have, yeah. Oh, I do not know. Okay. When, I, when I go for work, uh, I'm in Tupelo, yeah, that's and cool. that's a crap hole, too. So. Guys, <laughs> um, that's all we got. Again, thanks for listening. We're bringing the boat in, and we out.